a matter of fact, they do not. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is The Avatar and the Fire Lord. My name... <laughs> What's funny about that? Just the way you said it made it just sound like it was called The Avatar, because there was like a bit of a pause, oh. and the, <laughs> the Avatar <laughs> and, and the, the Fire, Fire Lord. Lord. I was like, oh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Avatar. Good episode. My name is Buddy Stark, and I have met, I might have said this already, it's hard to remember. We've been doing this for too long. It's almost been a, a whole year we've been doing this. It's been too long. Um, I met Story Musgrave once. So there's that. Hmm. He's the Ooh. guy, he's one of the guys that fixed the Hubble Space Telescope. So. My name is Hannah, and I... Hmm. hmm. Have no Who appendix. Oh, nice. Yours exploded. Indeed it did. Mine d- did not. Mine did not explode. We caught it right before it was going to. Yep. I actually don't know the time frame. Like, I don't know how close it was, but... Um... Mine's still a ticking time bomb. <laughs> okay, buddy. Here's the thing. I'm definitely if safer. You get, if you get a really bad pain... It doesn't necessarily mean it's your appendix. It's probably a kidney stone. It's actually in a very similar location. No, it's not. Where's the kidney stone's more in your back and your side, right? I don't know. I got news for you. When you have a kidney stone, the pain is everywhere. (laughs) Your midsection hurts. Yeah, I mean, you can generally locate that it is on one side of your body. uh, And that's about it. So my appendix, I don't know about yours, Hannah. Mine was like an intense stomach pain and like... Like, at the bottom of my belly. Yeah, mine was under my belly button. Yeah, under my belly button. Thanks, Hannah. You're welcome. Yeah, the kidney stones, at like least it. mine have been, well, I only have the one, but mine was more towards the back. It wasn't like a stomach thing. Yeah. Like, it was a midsection thing, to be sure, but Ugh. it was kind of the back area. I've never seen someone in pain like Buddy with a kidney stone. Ugh. My name is Noah Crowder, and I am best known for playing on the same stages as Journey and Joan Jet and Heart. Wow. All in the same couple of days. No. Was that Guitar Hero? No, I played the Indiana State Fair in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they did were I all go? there that I don't think so. All, no, you did not. They were all there that week. That's cool. We missed Journey by a, a or hair. was it by a heart? <laughs> <laughs> no. By a night. They were the night before. That's cool though. Yeah, we were like almost as good, I guess. <laughs> Actually, Hannah, um, your friends would have been there too. So like Carly and Taylor. That's what I thought. Very cool. Very cool. So we've all met heroes. How about a recap? Except for me. I didn't meet them. I was on the stage. Oh yeah, you're they right. Were on. You're right. It's a lot less cool. <laughs> all right, recap it, buddy. Oh, she nailed that one. What's a, what's our order? Um. I would I go, but first. I can't remember how it starts. No, I was going first. Either. No, so stop I'm just it, gonna. Bud. I'm gonna guess. Stop it, bud! Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's he doing? Making love to the microphone. Getting super close to the microphone. <laughs> All right, Noah's going first. I'm going second. Hannah's going third. Everybody Perfect. Ready? Um, can you give me a second? No. I just can't remember. <laughs> so I think the episode starts with Zuko getting a letter. No, it starts with Aang having a dream. <laughs> and then Zuko gets a letter from someone who says, uh, you need to learn about your family history, your great-grandpa. And Aang is visited by Avatar Roku, who says that it's finally time for you to know what happened between me and Sozin. 
And so the whole episode is structured with them finding out about the same story at the same yes. time, just from two different perspectives. Yes. So Zuko starts reading about how uh, his grandpa, great-grandpa, knew the Roku. And his great-grandpa was the crown prince, and Roku became the avatar, and he trained in all the elements. Um, and as he was training in the elements, uh, Sozin was doing other things. Yeah, he plans a nasty war, <laughs> and Roku finds out when he sees a Fire Nation thing in the Earth Kingdom. And he tells him to stop, and he thinks that he does, and then all of a sudden, um, his volcano blows up. Uh, and Roku goes to uh, stop the volcano, and he was going to not be able to do it by himself, even though he did a really good job by himself. So Sozin comes to help, and they're friends again, until finally Roku gets hit by a blast of Psych, gases. you thought? Yeah, and then Roku dies, and, um... Uh... And so Team Avatar is like, oh, man, that sucks, you betrayed him. And Aang's like, no, it means that there's good in everybody. Right. And uh, Zuko, meanwhile, oh, yeah! finishes doing his thing, and he's like, he goes to uh, Iroh. Yes, and Iroh's like, they're both your grandpas! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. And so the episode ends with uh, Zuko realizing that he has got this internal battle that he's gonna have to fight good and evil two grandpas everyone with two grandpas has an internal battle of Dang good it. And evil. <laughs> that was such a good twist i forgot again um what are we gonna rate this episode four four and a half yeah maybe i should go higher 4.25 yeah i'm doing four and a half this is this is one of my favorite episodes, and I always forget about it. Yeah, I agree. I completely forgot about it. It's so good. The twist was new to me once again. Yeah. Uh, so, what? What are you going to say, bud? Bing, bang, la, bing, bang. bang, bang. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, this is another one that Hannah and I watched together, and like I saw what was coming, and so I, I took a moment <laughs> to look at Hannah's face when... He announced that uh, Roku was also your grandpa. It was amazing. And, H- and Hannah did was the that, classic big-eyed thing. <laughs> was it like the episode where May and Tylee were pretending to be saying all those Oh, I forgot things. about that. What a twist. Was like, yeah, I think this was one exactly was bigger. exactly that all over again. This was crazy. He was just like, that is not who I was talking about. <gasps> <gasps> so I believe this was the first non-Mako voice. <laughs> That was way too late. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've gotten a little bit once I really before. I don't think we have. No? I think this is it. I think this is the first. Hmm. Huh. He hasn't talked this whole season? Well, and the second half of season two? He did. No, because uh, the other guy did most of the... Mako did most of the voice acting for season two. Really? Okay, so like even after... I think they, I think they did some film. Because like they had most of the... like When they do those shows, I think they have most of the like... Okay. Voice That's true. They have all the seasons done. Yeah. Like yeah. This, this is definitely the first time we've heard him talk in season three. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't realize that um, Mako had finished out season two, which makes sense. Because I, I thought like... After That Ma guy was say. freaking crushing it. Yeah. Because like, it sounded just like Mako. Because in my mind... I thought like, he sounded like Mako in this one. Well, because they do put th- they do put that for Mako at the end of right. That's what got saying. me. And right. that which, people off. Yeah, which is where I thought okay, he died after that episode. Uh, That's what I thought too. It would have been not Mako, but, but Noah's you're right. right. They would film ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah, I believe that. 
and I, you know he may have had a line or two here or there in season three, but I think this is the first like he's speaking in multiple sentences, like strung stringing sentences together. And it, it, I had mixed feelings. On the one hand, I was like, that's ah, not Mako. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I you definitely tell. This is very clearly not Mako. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but on the other hand, he he does it like they did as well as they could. Yeah, he, I mean, he does so a solid he, job. Did you guys? I don't know. if We've talked about this. He also um, took over Mako's role in uh, Samurai Jack. I did not know that. Yeah, so he's for the last season. He did the the voice of Apu, not to be confused with Abu. Hmm. Um, the demon. Abu is not a demon. Apu is a demon. Gotcha. Anyways, um, what were we talking about before that? Oh, so buddy, I don't know about you, but I was, I was. So I didn't forget about the twist. I knew I knew that Zuku. Wow. Zuku. Is it Zuku? <laughs> um, I knew that Zuko. I knew that twist. I just it was getting late enough in the episode. I was like, OK, so do they not reveal it in this. I was like, there's only two minutes left. How are they going to like do that part? Um, so the I don't know the they did. Yeah, the way they. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Uh-huh. So I guess I was alone. OK, so I guess you <laughs> knew that it was coming in this episode. Yeah. That was such a good twist. What a twist! So when Zuko—that's how you do it, M Knight. <laughs> when Zuko sneaks into the uh, Dragon Library, I think is what they called it, something like, or Dragon Bones. Dragon Library. Yeah. Um, you know, he uses his firebending to like sneak in to the Dragon Bone Lair. Thank you. To more than one area, like he does the first thing into the floor that opens the stairway, and then he also like firebends into that statue of I think it was Sozin. I'm not sure. I, I couldn't help but think, like, so firelocks are cool, and it definitely makes sure that anyone in there like, is a fire. Anybody could do it. But also maybe use some regular locks. Right. <laughs> that have keys. Right. That That's way the, true. just the people holding the keys get in. Yeah, yeah, like, was he not allowed down there, or did he just not want anyone to know he was going there? No, I don't think, I think that's supposed to be just fire sages that go down there. Because, yeah, like, anybody can do that. <laughs> secret, secret history. Yeah, exactly. Any firebender. Okay. Did either of you look up the cast list for this episode? No. You know we didn't. Okay. One, Roku and Sozin were played by three different guys, which I found to be shocking. That's weird. Weird, right? You know what makes it tough? I couldn't see their faces, so I wasn't able <laughs> okay, to identify. I'm, I'm literally, I'm actually going to quit. Like, no joke. I'm going to stop. Recording. That was really good. Like, it's not really good. It's stupid, and the listeners won't get it because they're not listening to these episodes back to back. They should be. <laughs> Oh, you're right. They can't. Yeah, but it's just a week. <laughs> I think it was funny. Thanks, man. It wasn't funny. It was stupid. <laughs> it was mean. And you're racist. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I flew off the handle there. <laughs> so, so what if, is that anything else about the cast? That is interesting. Yeah. Fire Lord Sozin. I will give you three guesses. Who does to who played him? You know who this guy is. How would we know that? Danny DeVito. Because I guessed, I no joke, I guessed it, and I thought, is this Michelle Obama? Paul Rudd. Okay, you guys are literally <laughs> the worst people that's ever existed. I'm gonna pull up a clip of Fire Lord Sozin talking okay. again. Okay. Again, okay, right? I'm ready. Okay, I'm okay. still pulling it up. Okay. So just, I'm ready. I will. I will give you a hint. It is not Danny DeVito. Is it Michelle Obama? It could be Michelle Obama though. <laughs> I love Michelle Obama. She's multi-talented. She could do it. Can you give me a clue? Um, he is in another cartoon with. I don't know. This is gonna give it away with Scott Mel uh, Men 
Melville. Don't know who that is. Robin. That was Robin? No, Scott Melville plays Robin. Is it Cyborg? Yes, it's Cyborg. You nailed it. <laughs> I don't know who it is. It's Ron Perlman. Who's that? Okay, well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I thought we all knew who Ron Perlman was. Can you... He plays... He, well, okay, one, he's in Sons of Anarchy. Well, but he has a very distinct voice. That doesn't plays, sound like him at all. He plays Slade. Play it again. Titans. I did not know that. Um, that didn't sound like pro- Ron Perlman at all. I think he's Hellboy, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He's also Hellboy. The odds of an avatar being best friends with the crown prince of the Fire Nation? Sure. Like, it just struck me as, like, really convenient. It's kind of like the whole Skywalker, the one Isn't family. That the point? But, I mean, the they galaxy. even commented on that's, it. They're like, so this is crazy. That's exactly, that's exactly why Sozin, you know, was like, this is amazing. Now we can definitely do this thing. I know. He makes the point. And, like, I'm glad that he, he got there. I just meant, like... So, you know, usually with this kind of thing, you can kind of write it off as like, well, that's the whole point of the show. And so, like, if it wasn't the case, we wouldn't be watching it. But the whole point of this show is Avatar The Last Airbender. It's not about uh, Roku. Yeah, but, like, crazy things happen Avatar all the time the in the world. Roku. Exactly, yeah. I just It seemed like a, like a convenient coincidence to me. It is weird, uh-huh. but I don't think, like, I don't, it's the cause of the plot. So I don't think it's, like, that crazy well, but it's not the cause of the, the whole plot. Yeah, it is. Mm. It precedes everything. It precedes everything, but so like... suck it. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. I just like... Oh, are you going to shut down because someone interrupted you while you were trying to make a point? Yeah. And they were making fun of your point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, doesn't it, buddy? <laughs> no. The, the plot <laughs> is that the Fire Nation is going on a tirade and ruining the, the world. Nation. You could rationalize that uh, a lot of different ways. You don't need an avatar to be friends with uh, a Fire Nation Fire Lord in but order it's to such have an that. Interesting story. Happen. It's very interesting and very convenient. I thought. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. I never really understand the like idea of like it's convenient. Like you're making a made up story. Like right, but part of a made up story is that you find it believable. I think, but it's in order about to buy into it, bending at some level, it has to be somewhat believable. Yes, it's about bending, but like again, you we are choosing to buy into that world. Mm-hmm. That world presumably has the same laws of probability that our world has, mm. and so I think that given the rest, maybe of their the story nations also, aren't very big though. We've seen very large cities. Okay, interesting. I guess it's more weird that, like, they're the same age, maybe? Is that what you mean? Same, but also just, like, think about, okay, so if this is analogous to Japan, Japan has several million people. Yeah. Just the odds of the one most powerful king guy happening to be friends before they even knew that the most powerful guy in the world was his friend. Yeah. It's just the odds. Because the nice thing about the Avatar is that it is, because a lot of times you you can kind of work it away as, well... Of course, these two powerful people know each other. They they are in the same echelon. They swim in the same circles. Yeah. But the benefit of the Avatar is that he could be literally anyone. Yeah. Just whoever is born at the right time kind of thing. But with thousands of iterations, eventually there would be something weird like that that happens, right? Sure. But like the fact that it happened in the one where the story that we are following. But that's and, why we're following but it. It's not, so, okay. So usually that's what you, okay, that's what you grab onto. That's why this one is the story that's worth telling. Yeah. But... 
the reason that this one's the story worth telling is because Avatar Aang got frozen in an ice thing and is a hundred years later. I That's don't think so. That's the unique thing for this. I think the unique one is that they've taken over the world and this is how they started. All right. Interesting. But I like your thoughts. I think it was, like, just interesting to watch an Avatar train as, like, an adult. Like, you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, like, made me realize. 16. Yeah. Like, it made, like, watching him with, like, a beard and, like, training as, like. A grown man. And, like, a peer to the yeah. people who are training him rather than, like, this poor, like, 12-year-old child mm-hmm. just made me realize how much harder Aang had to, like, it was that Aang had to go through that as a kid. Like, he didn't even have probably, like, the respect of people training him as much as, like, a giant man. Did anyone else find it odd that, uh, so, Sozin's rationale for starting this war is that his kingdom was in an era of... So prosperous. Yeah, of unprecedented prosperity. And so why not share this prosperity with the rest of the world? And, like, why does that... Is is this just the way he's trying to sell it to uh-huh. Roku? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I thought. Okay. Because, like, just obviously, to... sharing wealth does not entail yeah. war. You could also just oh, I think, share wealth. I think that it was just the way he sells it, and I think Roku saw through that. Because when you when the United States says things like, we're going to help these people, it usually means freedom. we're going to get their oil. Yeah. So, like... Oh, I th- boy. I think... Am I wrong? I think so, but that's okay. I think sometimes that's what we're doing. I think that most of the time countries don't become powerful by sharing their resources. So I feel like Sozin probably was like, this is how I will word it. When you know, when you want to say to your parents, like, can I see this movie? It's very educational. (laughs) So you think maybe Sozin was being genuine? Me? Buddy? It was hard to... I don't care what I think. It was hard to... It was hard to tell. I just Noah. You got any stuff you want to talk about, Noah? So I guess all I was going to say was that when I saw it, I thought, okay, either he is lying, mm-hmm. or this is a really, really poor allegory for um, religious spreading, like spreading of uh, like the Crusades. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and so remix. Roku said he was gone for twelve years. We don't know what happened. In between that, you know, we don't know like what sort of indoctrination he underwent. That's true. You know, from his father. Or uh, inherited his family psychotic disease. (laughs) Yeah. Those were words. (laughs) That was about as good as my words. (laughs) Um, Uh, Go ahead. Katara asks if the spirit world has bathrooms. That was yeah, a that weird was a good part. Okay, I didn't get it. It was either the first or second season. Uh, first season, Winter Solstice. Thank you. Part one. It was the one with uh, Heibai, right? Yeah, Sokka gets captured by Heibai into the spirit world, and like, oh, at so the, he knows. At the end of the episode, yeah, it, he like gets set free, and the first thing he does is say, "I have to I use the bathroom. Like... I haven't peed in like two days. Gotcha. There's no bathrooms in the gotcha, gotcha. spirit world." And Does so that mean like, your body doesn't work? Because you could pee anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. For boys, bathrooms are all over the place. That's what I like. It's so unfair. Like you could just pee all over anything. It's true. So like, unless it stopped. Yeah, but I think you are ethereal. You know, in the spirit oh. world. So do you think you don't so have to pee in the spirit world? I'm just ad libbing here, but yeah, I think while you're in the spirit world, you don't. But your body and the physical Retains? world is still oh my building gosh. urine. 
would be terrible. Yeah. You okay there? She got pawed by a puppers. She's you and me both. When I yeah, stopped the... petting her, she yeah, the puppers like, hey, um, we're not done here. <laughs> uh, it's, it's squeeze me. <laughs> the other day, uh, she was on my lap, and if I stopped oh. petting her, she would take her nose and like run it under my hand and like lift it back up. It was so cute. Get my hand back on her head. So cute. Buddy, did it again. Uh, See, the only other thing that I had for general discussion is that Roku was a boss. Yeah. Watching him fight that. Super boss. That was so cool. I know. Roku actually used to be my favorite character in the show. Interesting. Especially because he's only in like 10 episodes. I know. And so it was one of those things where like... I don't know. They kind of go into some deeper stuff, like off to the like behind the scenes, like stuff that you can read about online. Um, he's one of those where I would actually really and they can't do it because you know the beginning and the end, and so like anything in the middle would just be like. Eh. He's one that I would love to get like a show on or a book series. Mm. I just like him because I think he's cool. <laughs> um, I, did you guys think it was weird that when he was in the spirit world, Aang was bald? And wearing his uh, airbender garb. No, it's like his true self. Okay, cool. I don't know. Good. <laughs> I don't know if that's like why, but. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I guess you could make the argument that it is how you perceive yourself. Yeah, because it's a spirit. Not necessarily your true self, but like the way you see yourself. Oh, that would make sense. So they, had, um, they both had dragons. I thought just Roku. Yeah, no, back then dragons were a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Appa's were a thing. It was before the Fire Nation started hunting them for manhood. Manhood? Well, I mean, you know, like as a... They killed all their dragons? Yep. Yep. That seems like weird to me because they all used them. I know. So like that seems like crazy if they were like, let's murder them. It always seemed weird to me too. They did not kill all the dragons. Well, okay, but we were going to lead people to think that they did. And then that episode was going to come. We've like... Ever since like There's episode five, left. we've what? been like, we're not supposed to go ahead and say it. There's two Iroh dragons was left. supposed to, <laughs> Iroh was supposed to kill the last of the dragons, and, and he, he didn't. said he did and decided not to. Left him and alive. Let them Are they going to procreate? Is it a man and a woman? I don't know that we find out. I don't know that we find out. But Zuko and Aang learn from them later. <laughs> and, and they awesome. do. I'm mad at you guys for spoiling that. You're mad at Oh Noah for my gosh. That. Okay, one, episode five of this podcast. We all were like, okay, no more no spoilers talk. We're done with that. We're going to talk about how this show relates to the episodes that are coming. <laughs> but buddy, you know point, how much I enjoyed the twist today. That yeah, is point one. Point <laughs> two, I have already mentioned that these dragons still exist at least twice. Point C, am I doing letters or numbers? I can't remember. I don't know. Point uh, Delta. <laughs> By the time the episode comes, Hannah's going to have forgotten anyway, so it That's doesn't matter. That's true. Back to my enjoyment. <laughs> I can't believe you weren't more offended by that. I want a dragon. <laughs> oh, by Buddy's comment? Yes. How can you be offended by the truth? <laughs> People manage oh, it. Would you like day. to know? <laughs> would you like to know how? Well, I guess there's just so much evidence in his favor. Anna, if, you, if you called me a fatty, fatty two by four, how do you think I would respond? Pretty it's well. It's true. You'd take that pretty well. I'd probably, I'd probably laugh. I don't think he meant it to be mean, though. I think yeah. he was just like... I think he meant it to be funny, which is at your expense. It's uh, it's what happened. But it is just true. I will not remember this conversation. There seems to be some sort of like magic portal I enter when we record, and I just forget everything that happens. So a- for someone, for people who like this episode a lot, 
We don't really seem to have much to say about it. Well, I have plenty more to say about it. Okay. Yeah, I have a couple more things, but oh. I also don't want to ruin my... High and low. My high and low. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's one thing that I did like I about this episode. I was pointing out something. Go. Wait, did you want, did you want to point out something? Sure. No, I was pointing out that we haven't said much, but go ahead. That's because um, I say stuff, and then I can't elaborate, and you guys can't build off of it. It's so, true. Um, an example. I don't like goofsies. It's not a goofsies. Okay, I'm ready. Also, that's mean. <laughs> I don't say that I don't like your segments that you come up with. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the none of them? You're right. That oh, was no, none of them she's come up with. Yeah. How can she, you be offended by what you don't care about? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Bebe's chamber? <laughs> I like... Cheese. This is... <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Gosh. Mmm, music. Mmm, cheese. <laughs> oh, I meant to mention this last week, aka last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a response on Twitter from Christina oh. who says Does it say why are you guys so bad at Twitter? That's not what it says, you butt munch. <laughs> She says she posted a gif of Josh going spherical. Love it. The, and said, it sounds to me like y'all need to start a Drake and Josh podcast next. Seaman. Oh, yeah, you Christina. Yeah. Yeah. I love that engagement. Thank you, Christina. Spherical. Is that when he's talking about the, the game system? The game, the game sphere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, did you have an avatar point? Yes, but you derailed me with Drake and Josh quotes. So the thing that I like about this episode, I think, is that up to this point, we haven't gotten a lot of like, these are things that have happened in the past, except for like small segments of like the one with Kiyoshi, um, where you find out a little bit about that island called Kiyoshi's Island. I don't know if you remember that one. Wait a minute. I'm mixing up my episodes. <laughs> Kyoshi's Island is not the same as the one where she appears and talks about what happened that day. No, it's she not. She made Kyoshi Island. <laughs> I do remember that one. That's the one with the Wheel of Suffering. Yeah. Boiled in oil. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a turtle. It's the... It's what the uh, like Undertaker guy says when he spins the wheel and it lands on boiling oil. Like the wrong executioner. Yeah, yeah. So Noah made hey, a point, but he talked no, about no, the so, wrong so, so, stuff. So, so, so up to this point, we haven't really gotten a good like okay lore building episode, okay. and this one really takes you into more of the history of of the cultures of this world. Agreed. And I thought it was cool the way that when he would go and train in these other elements from the other nations, he had to wear the garb mm-hmm. of whatever nation he was training with. Mm-hmm. So like when he's with the airbenders, he's wearing the same monk clothing. When he's with the, the earthbenders, he's wearing, you know, the green and brown and like mm-hmm. with the waterbenders, he's wearing um, Eskimo clothing. I don't know what to call it. It's a blue fur. Is that insensitive? Blue fur. Yeah. Well, the, I don't like the first blue. I think the first white. 
Yeah, but a blue outfit with the fur. Yeah. The and apple the bottom jeans. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Let's sing it, buddy. I don't know that apple I know. So they got them apple bottom <laughs> jeans. <laughs> The whole club was looking at her. She hit the floor. The floor. Next thing you know. Low, 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 low. But you have to splice them together, so we're doing it at the same time. Or. And the baggy sweatpants and the rebox with. It was a good joke. Moving on. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Buddy's busy. Buddy, are you there? He's busy. Doing what? Wrangling the dogs. Okay, so we get it. You love history. That's cool. Well, and so in Legend of Korra, she follows the same practice. When she goes and trains with the airbender, she wears um, kind of that same monk garb, which is cool. And so um, I like that that's like a, a clear tradition. Yeah, it is they, cool. I, I liked the training sequences. I thought they were really interesting. And watching him age was really cool. Yeah, yep. Growing beards and such. I like that he was kind of a dweeb before. Like, he was really clumsy and, like, a goober. Yeah, that was interesting. That's weird. That was an interesting choice. That... Yeah. Because he's the Avatar's whole life. Like... Yeah. I don't know what they right, were trying he... to go with there. Well, but he didn't know he was the Avatar, so, like... Yeah, but you still have the skills of the Avatar. Well, maybe he lacked the confidence. And, like, once he knew who he was and once he was trained, he was able to, like, be more confident and be who he was. And be the beauty queen that we all knew he could be. And bloom into yes, the right. white swan. <laughs> Bloom into the white swan. Oh, good one, good one. Thank you. All right, what else you guys got? Roku said during his wedding flashback that as the Avatar, you get noticed by the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And got this same advice from those other prisoners during his time in the Chin Village, which was the episode that I'm thinking of. It's not really advice. It's just like a statement. A statement. (laughs) Although, and it's really not true. Katara's known he's the Avatar the whole time. She doesn't give a rip. False. False. She's very into him. Really? I don't think she is yet. Yeah. Are... Um, Who are you saying yeah to? Mostly me. Hannah. Yeah. No, there are sequences where she's into him. Into Zuko, I know. Uh, yeah, mostly no. Zuko so far. You guys yeah, are... girl. Thank you there's for backing me up, bud. There's definitely sequences when Aang is into Katara, but there's very few and far between where Katara... Like, there's been a couple, but like not... Not like, really. Not super... Anyway. Um, do you think that they named the Roku after Roku? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's purple. Why? He's joking, Hannah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I thought I, like, missed something about his character. Like, he was how like, about, purple's my favorite color. How about the fact that Monkey Yatso and Roku were really good friends? And yep, that that's a fact. Actually, that was almost my high. Really? Mine too. Yeah. I loved this idea that that's probably why Gyatso was so attached to Aang because of their bond. And, um, yeah, because he remembers Roku lovers. and he knew Roku. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he loved Roku. Stop, Stop your slander. <laughs> Biblically. That's slam. <laughs> loved or knew? Which one are you but thinking? But he got of? me. <laughs> I said A love. Biblical. Biblical love isn't like. Oh my god! When people say so new them in a biblical yes. sense, you know what they mean, right? New, <sighs> but she said loved. So yes. the biblical sense Innocent. of love is like. All right, that's fine. If you say he loved me, and then someone said in the biblical sense, no one is thinking agape. Yeah, no one. That's what I'm thinking of. 
But I guess I'm just smarter than the average person. Or just closer to Jesus. Jack, you. More naive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Always the little brother. Did Roku's wife sound like Azula to you guys? No. No. Okay, cool. Easy to cool. answer questions. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> Did Aang sound like Azula to anyone? No. All right, I'm doing it too. <laughs> All right, All right, good. There keep was him, a character, him. I forget if it was this one or the previous episode, they're blurring together, but I think he was in a shop and he looked a little bit like Sokka. Like what? Like Sokka. Oh. Did that get to anyone? No. Nope. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Checking off our list here <laughs> of um, mysteries. Did you know that this is Gyatso's last appearance? No. no. <laughs> Just still going on it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, this is the last episode. Did uh, anyone else think enters into the spirit world? <laughs> that young monk Gyatso looked a little weird. Yes. Yes. His face was not defined. Right? What happened to him? It was like him? a little blob. Yes. All right. We finally got We one. are really getting to the heart of this episode. <laughs> I can't believe Aang <laughs> has never thought about surfing. I can't either. Well, except that, that Hannah and I both realized oh, yeah. why you don't think about surfing. That's right, yeah. Because you die. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> why did... And then we were like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. if, if Roku wasn't there, Monkey would, would not have lived to a ripe yeah. old age. Stupid just wait, until, just wait until Legend of Korra. I will wait. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm getting Check at? Me. No. Or as you guys say, eat butt, you ding dong. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, Noah. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay, so do you guys like want nah. me to I, astronauts for stuff? I imagine that uh, what's-her-face windsurfs oh. on, a, on, a, on a glider. Not even close. Cool. Not even to... close. Let's just say, not naming names, because you won't this know the, the name. Glenn Close. <laughs> I am getting quite close to my microphone. How did you know? Glenn Close. Not even close. Do you know who Glenn Not Close is? Close. Oh, you're quoting something. Glenn Close. <laughs> it's Parks and Rec. What's oh, up, Noah? Gosh. Somebody learns how to fly. Oh, right. On their own? Yep. That sounds yeah. like bull honky. I, I it's know. a form of inventing. It's I stupid. I hated that. Yeah, that sounds stupid. Way to go, Legend of Korra. Ruining more stuff. <laughs> Uh, and to any of our fans that like Legend of Korra, we are we like, sorry. We like you, just not your just choices not in the- entertainment. <laughs> as you listen to our podcast, I might like your choices because I don't remember Legend of Korra. Anytime, I have the same problem, uh, and, and I don't know if everyone feels the same way, but with metal bending, I just. It's too much power? No, it's not that. It's that, no, like, I- you have had generations and generations of avatars, and you're telling me that none of them found this? I mean, that's how everything gets invented. Yeah, but these are skills and abilities. These aren't tools. This is, this is literally this is literally a conversation you two have had before. I know. I know it is. <laughs> but now I'm bringing on... Sa- no, I'm not even... The exact same word choice <laughs> I know. for both of you. So, like... <laughs> I have the like, same issue with the guy who invents floating as a form of airbending. Right. Because, like, there have been monks for hundreds and hundreds of years, and I guess none of them stumbled onto this one guy in a prison cell. Well, clearly you've never studied a no, discipline. Because you follow the it, rules. Well, and I don't think he was the first. I think someone else had done it in the past, but it was just, like, a legend. All uh, right. Well, and so we they didn't know if it was actually... Dumb. But I will... We'll, we'll and it stinks because that's my favorite season. Dumb. Dumb. We refuse to listen to dumbness. 
Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it. He's going to quit. <laughs> well, to be clear, we weren't dumbing Noah. Yeah. We were dumbing this idea of floating. Yeah, floating. Dumb. What are we talking about? Flight of the cabbages. Dumb. Interesting that you went to butterflies because I went to Concords. It's Bumblebee, first off, but. Interesting that you went to Bumblebee. (laughs) Well, that's what it is! It would have been interesting if I went to butterflies too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. what would that sound like? I imagine a little slower and more fluttery. You know, like like butterflies sound like. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. All right, anything else? Um, so it's interesting because the wiki actually, I didn't read this until just now. Ju- um, Sozin justifies the invasion of the other nations as sharing wealth, which is actually a concept derived from Japanese imperialism. That it's called Dai Toa Koyakin, hmm. the Great East Asia Co Prosperity Sphere, which is how they justified invading China and conquering the South Pacific. Okay, so he's being genuine. I just felt like. If you want to share prosperity, develop like hey, give, mo- give money to other nations. Well, one, yeah, you could just give money, but that's not a long term solution. But you could like whatever it is that's causing you prosperity, you could help them develop the same techniques, or I mean, like have partnerships with these nations. Like you do have to be careful well, though, because I so mean, it he... can get pretty one sided, and then you have just like expanded and dominated. But it's not, it's still, even if that were true, which doesn't necessarily have to happen in peacetime, even if that were true, you still haven't murdered people. Like, yeah. like if you, if you go in trying to help and, and do things and mm-hmm. like maybe, yeah, maybe you uh, accidentally spread your culture and you become yeah. sort of lording over, but you haven't murdered thousands of people. Why are those the two options? Well, they aren't necessarily, but I'm saying if you, they're justifying a war mm-hmm. by trying to spread pos- prosperity. Oh. And a war murders thousands of people. Yeah, that's, so no he's just it. crazy. Right. So if your goal is to spread pos- prosperity, mm-hmm. it seems like a better method would be to just go to those other nations and say, hey, yeah. we have these new tools. We'd like to show you how to use them, et cetera, et cetera. Well, is, and so that's why, just like saying. with the Japanese no, imperialism. Let's go to war and force them to be our subjects and spread our wealth that way. That's wild. Yeah. No wonder Roku said no. Yes. Yikes. I have a question. At the end of the episode, did Sozin... Hold on. At the end of the episode, Roku was the other grandpa, great-grandpa. <laughs> I almost swore you. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the episode... <laughs> Did Great Grandpa Sozin go with the intention of actually helping Great Grandpa Roku, or did he yes. go to try to murder him? I think that was a last minute development because if he was gonna go to murder him, that just seems not- like such a big cha- like change to be like, my friend is dying, I'm gonna fly on my dragon to save him, and then you get there, I and then you're like, I'm gonna murder him. And correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't really paying attention to the surrounding area. I guess my interpretation of it was, I'm the Fire Lord, this volcano's going to kill my people. I don't. I think it was less about Roku. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He said Roku's Island. Yeah, and I think he when he first got there, he said something like, you know, help you old friend. Yeah, like, like they definitely made... So I just feel like you don't just go 
And then in the matter of 30 seconds, realize, oh, I'm going to change my mind. Unless you have like a mental break. No, I think it was an opportunistic thing. I mean, even while Roku was fighting the volcano, I think if Sozin had like tried to attack Roku, Roku in his current state had the wherewithals to deal with it. Yeah. But having like watched Roku be blasted by poisonous gases and seeing suddenly that like Mm -hmm. Roku could die right here. But he went to save him. He knew he could die. Well... Yeah, well, I think he he went to go help him try and save that town to Noah's point. I don't think he was trying to Maybe. save Roku. I think he was aware that Roku could handle himself. But he couldn't, clearly. Well, yeah, but like... Oh, Roku I took it very Sozin differently. Thought he could. I felt like by the language and everything and showing this whole story, they indicated that he was going for his friend. And then all yeah. of a sudden was just like... No, I, th- I think you're back. right. But I think it was seeing Roku in that help helpless state that like... Okay, if I don't help him right now, he's going to die. In that moment, he was like, wait a minute. But I took it as he was going to save him. Yes. And I don't... We're talking about two different moments. Oh. So, with the volcano, when he sees the volcano off in the distance... Yes. He sees it and he says, I'm going to go help my friend Roku. I and agree with I you took there. that as, he's in peril, I'm yeah. going to go help him. I'm g- Exactly. I agree with you. He's in peril. Yes. So then after all of this happens, and they're fighting it together yeah. as friends, right at the end, Roku gets hit with a big blast of gas. Mm-hmm. At that moment, Sozin sees Roku, sees that Roku is dying, and that's the moment where he suddenly is like, oh, wait a minute. If Roku dies, all is well. I can go on with my plan. Yeah, I understand what happened. I don't find it to be believable. Oh, okay. I don't think you go put yourself in danger and risk your life for your friend, and then in one moment just be like, oh, wait a second, I'm just going to let him die. That does, Like, I could see you staying in your castle and being like, sorry, old friend, and you, like, stay apart, but I don't see you, like, going to save him, looking in his eyes, and then being like, I'm going to let you die. See, I th- That I makes think no sense to me. All of this, and this goes in back to Azula, like, we throw around the word psychopath as a culture too easily. Yeah. But... I genuinely think that Azula and Sozin and Ozai are psychopathic. But... Like, their behavior just constantly screams in. But he seemed to have a true relationship with Roku. Yeah. And I don't think you really gen- generally have feelings like, for people. That's true. Because Azula gen- just doesn't seem to. Kind of, except we learned that she cared for, what her mother thought yeah, about her. Yeah, for a moment. I, I think that, yeah. You're Ozai have... is the one who I'm truly convinced is a psychopath. Yeah. And Ty. I think that he built up Azula. Like, I think you can... I think you can learn to become, I don't know. Anyway, I just don't know. I don't, I think that you don't go just from caring about someone to letting them die like that. So I didn't find it believable. To highs and lows? Highs and lows. Who's, who's going first? Um, I went first last time. I'm trying to think of mine. One second. Um, well, I think I'll go because I just said my low. It was that whole thing that I just said. <laughs> Any feedback on it? You gave some. Mm-hmm. Noah? No, I think that's believable. Nonsense. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I... 
because like knowing me, I'm a pretty fickle person. Like I think I can very easily be like I can go do something and be like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, and then I get there, I'm like, mm, bad idea, that better is idea. So different than just like deciding to let a human being die. It's not like I, mean, he's I wanted a hot dog and now I want a taco. I mean, to some people, it is. It also like, reminded me a lot of Mufasa and Scar, which I know is a very different situation. But Scar is crazy. I, know, I, just, I get that it's different. So is Sozin. Yeah, but he genuinely cared for Roku. Like, everything they showed us throughout this episode, like, and unle- I just think if he had just showed up, he could have had an ulterior motive the whole time. Like, Scar was never just going to go be like, I'm going to try to I, save I Mufasa. Once, it, once, it okay, once well, again, I was thinking. my interpretation was not Sozin was like, Roku's in danger, I'm going to go help Roku because I need to save my friend. I think it was a, okay, this volcano is going to wreck cabbages up, and we need to take care of it. Okay, then, then I guess I believe that one. And so then when he gets there, he's like, hey, old friend, I guess I'll help you out. Um, and so I don't think... Because he has I don't, to. Right. And But I do think... I don't think he went there with a the plan of, oh, I'm going to kill Roku while I'm there. That's fine if you don't I think the opportunity presented believe- it to... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying I agree with you. If if you don't think he went there to save Roku's life, then I, I don't think it. that's why he went there. Okay, well, interesting. That was my low. Who's up? My Buddy. low was in the same scene uh, when Roku died. As poetic as it was, I didn't find the death very plausible. Why? And what I mean by that, because I do think that if you're swallowed up by a volcano, that you're probably going to die. Yeah, probably. Um, what I mean by that is that his dragon had time to fly down and, and get like him. encircle him yeah. and like lay with him. And if you have that kind of time, you probably have time to like grab get him, him and via go. your feetsies. That's true. And fly or off. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like it seemed like a very Wasn't weird he... decision by Fang. That's true. Wasn't okay. So was maybe he I'm... injured? Yeah, maybe he couldn't fly. No, Fang was fine. He got hit. I thought by yeah. like. He was definitely, he was just fine. Because Roku mm -hmm. was fighting the volcano and Fang flew near him and Roku said, no, go away, I'm fine, Yeah, and then I thought he got hit by something. I don't think so. I think he just flew off. Okay. Maybe I'm having a fundamental misunderstanding of what caused Roku to die. I was under the impression that... That it was getting hit that time, bud? Is that it, Noah? No, oh. I th- I thought it was he was breathing in poisonous gas. Yes, and so, so my interpretation anyway. was he was gonna die anyway. Maybe they could have done something, but like I kind of feel like by the time the dragon got to him, I don't know. And maybe I'm misunderstanding. Maybe I'm. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's what down. the show is wanting you to believe, but I don't think that's how uh, noxious gases work. Because that's the whole yeah. with with Sozin with Roku extending his hand, saying it's too much, help me. Uh, clearly, they're trying to lead you to believe that at that point Roku could have been saved, and he had right. already and he had right. already Otherwise, ingested. Yeah, he had already yeah. ingested all that gas. The problem is if you stay with it's like monoxide, carbon monoxide poisoning, right? Mm. You can breathe in virtually any amount for a short period of time and not any amount i get that but very lethal doses for a short period of time as long as you then get to fresh air and cleanse your system oh and the same thing is with the noxious gases at volcanoes i also didn't know that it's the problem i thought if you just breathed enough in you were dead well that and again that is true but it's got to be 
And at that point, he would have been he would have been dead at the moment. So what did kill him? So the problem is, if you stay in that situation, your body shuts down. If uh-huh. you if you can't get away from the fumes, mm-hmm. then you continue to like you go unconscious, and then you continue to breathe them in your unconscious state, so and then you die. What killed him? So that would have, well, I mean, he got buried in volcanic ash, which is what That's killed him. That's what killed him. But so my argument is that like at that point, maybe he was even unconscious. But the dragon. But there's no reason him. lifting him into the air away from the volcano wouldn't have saved him. Very true. And the fact which that we know because that's what he was trying to get to Sozin, Sozin to do was get him to grab his hand. Gases, yes. You are right. Yeah. Good call. So Fang, this is all your fault. Agreed. <gasps> Poor Fang. Oh, all right, no. Noah, what's you low? Really thought that in that amount of time I'd be able to come up with one. Was it that you I can't don't. tell when Ron Perlman's talking? Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that I didn't, like, when I said Ron Perlman, that wasn't like a name drop for you guys that you got. I knew, Ron it, Perlman. I knew it after you said the stuff. Oh, I mean, after I started talking. Yeah, I'll yeah, no, that I back in there. I feel Thanks. like if I did Thanks hear him, I would yes. maybe recognize him, but I don't know. Like as a different role? or No, maybe in the show. I don't know. Shoot, guys. I really don't know if I can come up with a while. No, I liked that. I was going to say maybe the part with the Avatar or uh, with Team Avatar where they're like, oh, he betrayed him. Oh, that's a terrible story. And then Aang's like, but that just means there's good in everybody. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a corny moment, but I kind of liked it. So that's your know. low? I guess. Okay. That's not a very strong low. It's all right. <laughs> I really liked this episode. I, I got a lot of enjoyment out of watching it. Cool. So I guess my low is when it ended. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Maybe it's just how dweeby Roku was. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Roku was a dweeb. There you go, buddy. Hannah, what's your high? Oh. All right, Hannah started. Well, she, um... yeah, she went first. I forgot. I'm sorry. I don't know. Probably just the twist. What a twist? Does it get much better than that? I don't think so. They really got me. Iroh laying it out there, and you're just like, whoa, baby. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> In fact, I said that verbatim. At first I thought about, so I liked the twist, and I kind of liked Aang's line. Then it like made me feel really conflicted. I don't think you have to have, like, I, and it's a kid's show. I don't know. I feel really weird about it. I'm not really describing myself well. I don't think you have to have oh. an angel ancestor and a demon ancestor for there to be good and bad in every person. So it, that was kind of an interesting part. Yeah, it's just really easy symbolically to yeah. do it that way. Yeah, it is. It's, so I get it's it. It's easier to outline. But I like I like the twist. I thought it was super fun and I love being shocked like that. It's so cool when a show does that. <laughs> exactly. Bud? Okay. Uh my high is very generic, but it is what it is. It's the um the this episode did such a good job of giving like the entire world a really rich backstory and uh what we learned in this episode makes i think um zuko zula um ang katara that whole story is much more fulfilling in light mm-hmm. of what we all just what we all just learned yeah it's kind of they, amazing and they really like, just set the table right two, they just set the chest yeah. sorry no, it's just interesting. We've had like two episodes in a row where we really haven't followed the heroes. 
But I feel like both episodes added so much to mm-hmm. the development of the story, which I think indicates a good show. The story and the world. It was yeah. more than just like yeah, you're the right. plot. Yeah. Because um, at this man. point, I care more about, yeah, like the whole world than I do just like Aang mm-hmm. and Katara and Sokka. Right. Which, uh, I don't know, I think Buddy missed that part because he was rounding up the dogs when I was talking about that. Um, when I, was, I, I don't know if you remember that, Hannah. I was talking about the way that it like brought a broader lens, yep. a broader scope. Right. You know, I'm now realizing that doesn't do us any good because A, Buddy will listen to it as he edits, and the listeners heard both already. So, <laughs> What's your high? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honorable mention, the scene no. where – Yep, yep. The scene where Roku bends four elements at the same time. That was really cool. That was awesome. That was so cool. Um, no, so my favorite part is similar to Hannah's. It's definitely, it's the twist, but for the main reason that, like, it kind of makes, and actually this is part of what you're saying as a low, but it kind of makes that tension, in, like, that Zuko has. Mm-hmm make more i guess it doesn't really make more sense but like thematically story-wise it's it makes it more interesting yeah because you're like oh he's got he literally has like one of the world's one of the world's greatest people and one of the world's most tyrannical persons yes um in his bloodline yeah and i guess it's just nice because like you're right like all his life, he's only known the tyranny. He's known Sozin and Ozai right. and Azula, and he just thinks and because Azulan. of that he's evil. Mm-hmm. Who's Azulon? Oh, I forgot him. His grandfather. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And he's had this one shining example of Iroh, but that's not that much, I guess, against all the bad. So it just gives him kind of hope, I guess, that he comes from... Yeah, which is kind of funny because I was thinking, oh, yeah, so I mean, there's Iroh and there's Roku, and I was like, wait a minute, they're not related. Roku and Iroh aren't related at all. Oh, yeah, That's on the other side of the family. His mom's good side. Well, and so it's just cool because part of what drives Zuko is his concept of honor. Mm -hmm. And a lot of honor stems from, like, familial tie, right? Yeah. And so it's actually, it's kind of cool because he doesn't have to completely change his life view Mm -hmm. um, and his understanding of what, like, where his honor comes from without he doesn't have to break that and still follow that track you know because now he's just got a, a new goal i wonder where roku's kids are dead i guess well yeah i guess like we don't know where ursa is and that's one of his grandchildren yeah. great grand no grandchildren yeah that's a good point interesting very interesting yeah. so are zuko and ang related no. No. Okay. How would they be related? Aang's a reincarnation. He's not like a descendant of Roku. Yeah. Right, but like, I don't know. Cool. <laughs> oh, Good because, talk, guys. Because they're the shut same, me down. They're the same person, is what you're saying? Yeah. No. He's the great grandfather. Then he'd be related to everyone. Yeah, my head That's goes. True. Yeah, my head goes. Never mind. There. <laughs> but I mean, it gives them a connection, obviously, that Zuko didn't know about. So. Yeah, they have, like, the opposite relationship of uh, Sozin and Roku, where they start as enemies and they will become best friends. BFFs. Yeah. All right. Uh, Buddy. uh, Yeah. Any rating changes? No, I don't know that I'm ever going to go above a four and a half. This is probably as high as it gets for me. I like my number. Yeah. Yeah, I like mine, too. Cool. 
Wait, did you, buddy? Did you give it a four and a half too? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you give it? Four point two five. That's right. Lame. I just was a little bored at parts. That's fair. You don't like good things, so that's all right. True. (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at Stark Friends or on Facebook, uh, same address there. Uh, Stark Friends Podcast at Gmail dot com. We'll get you right to us. Let us know what you think. If we missed anything in these episodes, feel free to tell us. I'm sure we have. If we missed anything particularly interesting in these episodes, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out and uh, join us next week for the Runaway. The Runaway. Who's that referring to? Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, I think. <laughs> no, they're running down a dream. Oh, you're right. You're right. Wasn't that actually they, they Little do, Runaway? Yeah. Yeah, they did Little yeah. Runaway too. Um, Wait, is that Tom Petty and the and the? I don't know. Are they the Heartbreakers? Runaway. Well, I think it's Tom Petty. Yeah, well, that's when he was just. But, well, there was a time when he was just Tom, just Tom Petty. Petty. Oh yeah. gosh, who can say? Who can say? I'm who probably Tom can, Petty. Who's but. to say? Who's to say? That's it. Dang it. Who's to say? Who's to say? All right, uh, and remember, remember folks, folks, be careful. Oh, you take my care cabbages. Just... Yeah, remember. Yeah, right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that the close up? That's the sign up. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I love no. it.